0: This is Fikim here with Zach Rizzuto. We are going to get it popping. Week six. Uh, it's Friday. What a what a weird game last night, dude. What mm. a weird game. Just want to say we're going to go over our wide receiver rankings. We're going to go over, over our tight end rankings. We're going to go over Thursday night football. That's what we're doing on this episode. All right. Take it away, yeah. Zach.
1: You thought it couldn't get worse than last week between the Colts and the Broncos. Well, it, it just did. You know, granted, it was a, there was a touchdown scored you know was it two touchdowns yeah two touchdowns scored but the score looked very much the same um as last week two 12 point winners in a row Thursday night football just disgusting really sloppy game actually you know for fantasy it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be at least we had a couple people that kind of showed up you know the guys that we started a couple of the guys that you, you probably started showed up a couple of the guys that you probably started did not show up and a couple of guys that nobody had on their roster showed up, <clears throat> Dante Pettis, out of nowhere. But um, and
0: Darnell Mooney was on everyone's bench,
1: yeah, as as he should have been. And it wasn't some fantastic outing, but by the standard of this season, you know, Darnell Mooney, you know, that was like big time for him. <laughs> twelve targets, twelve right. targets for
0: Darnell Mooney. Justin Fields threw the ball twenty seven times. Whoa, he was averaging less than eighteen pass attempts per game. Coming into this game, and he ends up throwing the ball more on Thursday night football. Like, I thought he was gonna throw the ball like nine times in this game. Yeah, he rushed for 88 yards too. And guess who started him last night against me?
1: Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah, (laughs) that was worse. And of course, Uh,
0: yeah, he had to come through with his best fantasy day. Of course, who who else did you start? Who, Who else did you start against me, Zach?
1: Oh, I, I, in your, in your week
0: of, in your week of
1: desperation, please. Oh yes. My week of complete desperation. I have Brian Robinson as my, RB. not get this, not my RB two, not my flex, my RB one this week, (laughs) Brian Robinson (laughs) caps it with a nice touchdown at the end of the game to salvage the day, 12 points and ended up being an all right evening for my team. It was was great. Oh my God. It opened up much better. It could have gone much worse. I I think this was best best case scenario for my team. I got 31 points combined from two players in a game that only had 19 points. Was it 19 points scored? Yeah, total. Yeah. So (laughs) 17
0: carries, 17 carries, 60 yards and a touchdown for Brian Robinson. Um, If you have him, you know it's it's a good sign that he's like moving forward and taking this job over, basically. Yeah. Now, like from a football perspective, like he doesn't look great. And I kind of still don't understand why he's playing over Antonio Gibson, maybe because of the fumbling. I have no idea. I still think Antonio Gibson's the better player. Um, So I, I don't really see, I don't know what they're seeing in Brian Robinson where they're like kind of forcing him the ball here. Um At, at this point, you know, you, you got to don't, I wouldn't assume that he's an RB two next week or low in RB two. Like I think he's still a flex play just because he only played on 47% of snaps uh, he ended up seeing a carry on sixty-three percent of his snaps, which is uh, a little bit unsustainable. It means like whenever he was on the field, they're like pretty much going to give him the ball. Um, yeah, which probably won't happen in most games. Like they did choose to run the ball a lot. Like Carson Wentz seemed like he was banged up; he couldn't get anything going. Uh, he only, th- I think he threw the, I think he had less than hundred yards passing yeah, <laughs> in this game. I think it was yeah, ninety-nine yards passing <laughs> in this game. So like they-, they didn't throw the ball a lot. And uh, they just chose to run the ball a ton because they knew that the Bears weren't going to score that much. Um, right. Justin yeah, Fields Bears... did have a couple of other opportunities to score in this game. You know, he kind of overthrew uh, a really, really slow tight end. And <laughs> yeah. uh, he and he ended up, uh, you know, he ended up giving it to Darnell Mooney at the end of the game. And Mooney couldn't really hold on to it uh, in the end zone. Uh, and that would have been another yeah. touchdown for him. And he would have won the game. But that, that did not happen.
1: Yeah, that would have put him at twenty-three points, which you know, I actually yeah, I'm sure you I'm sure you already did those calculations. <laughs> oh yeah, I did the calculation hundred percent. But um no, I, I had already uh went to sleep at that point, you know. So I went I went to sleep just after the four yard touchdown by Justin Fields. It's like, all right, you know what, if I close my eyes and I wake up, maybe he'll have thirty points. <laughs> you know? So that that was my hope. Um, I don't know if you saw that uh was a points bet actually cashed out under bets at halftime. Because I saw that. The game I saw that. was so slow. So it's like I was hoping there would be a nice, you know, change. You know, just just to make points bet sweat a little bit. with having points bet, but wa- <laughs> points
0: bet also wanted to go to sleep. They were just like, yeah. can we just do this now? It was yeah, like right. a guy sitting on his computer cashing out all the bets, and he's just like, all right, well, can I just do this now? I just want to go to bed. You know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right, that's enough about that game. You guys had to watch that game, and now you had to listen to a review of that game. All right, I think I think we're done. I'd,
1: there. I'd argue the review was much more entertaining. You know, I would say had, so, unless you had Justin Fields and Brian Robinson as your starters this week, yeah.
0: And if you had Curtis Samuel,
1: <laughs> like me, uh, um, wasn't you know, really just, a great day. Just one more note on that, you know, Curtis Samuel really came through drop, dropping that 35 yard touchdown. I mean, it hit him right in the hands. Carson Wentz, you know, he didn't throw much, but maybe that's why, um, you know, the receivers actually, Curtis Samuel had a couple drops, uh, he had at least two that I saw, um, both in the first half, both would have been nice gains. Uh, really bailed me out so far to give me a shot this week. I mean, I'm still, <laughs> I had a decent night anyway, and I'm still, what, favored to lose the game. Um, So that's never good. But, you know, Curtis Samuel, you know, he got the targets. He just didn't do anything with them. It's unfortunate. And
0: it's also unfortunate that Terry McLaurin couldn't have come through as well. And, but that's what we've been seeing all season long. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. All right. Well, let's get into some news. Uh Teddy Bridgewater, he's still in the concussion protocol. I, I imagine there's a chance he can play, but it doesn't seem super positive right now. Um, you know, I'm still playing Tyreek Kill, I'm still playing Jalen Waddle, you know, hoping that they can have some production. But like it's gonna be hard for me to put those guys on my bench despite the quarterback issues that they're having. If it's Teddy Bridgewater, right. like I'm I'm happy. Um, but if it's not, you know, if it's what, who is it? Skyler
1: Tyler Thompson?
0: Thompson,
1: yeah. Yeah. i um, yeah, you was, all, he was, all, all you need to know. He was lighting it up a little bit in the preseason. You know, they were playing. He actually didn't look that bad, but granted that was against, you know, preseason defenses and that. Um, he didn't look very good last week against the Jets defense. I, I, I don't envision that getting any better, you know, in the future, at least not this season. Um, you just got to hope for Teddy Bridgewater and um, Tua to be back, one of those two at least. And like I said earlier this week, you know, it could be rough riding for – Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So keep an eye on how they do this weekend because they might be by lows and people tend to get, they get a little disenchanted with the way they perform these yeah. next, this next week. Es- and maybe especially, even
0: the Especially Jalen Waddle, because yeah. if he doesn't have a good game this week, that, that's like a, like a string of games where he's mm-hmm. underperformed, where he just went apeshit, you know, in the first couple of weeks. And then after that, you know, there wasn't much on the stat sheet. So um, you definitely wouldn't want to buy him low if that's the case. Now, Uh, it's possible that Wando Robinson is back this week for the giants. He's been limited in practice all week. So if he's available on your waiver wire and you could use some wide receiver help, I would add him like he's a prospective ad. I wouldn't necessarily play him um, because you want to see what that snap count looks like and whether he'll re aggravate whatever injury he had. Um, You know, he's all the giants have at this point, you know, and he's a second round pick. They had big plans for him coming into the year, but he ended up having that injury that hasn't allowed him to play at all. Um, So, with the Giants having no receivers, he can come right in and get a bunch of targets. So, somebody that you could potentially add, on, you know, on waivers before Sunday.
1: Yeah, and we talked about Wanda a lot this offseason, and there's not really much else to say, like besides what you said. You know, we have to see how the target share and split's going to work out um, within in the Giants' offense. They haven't been very pass heavy; they've been Saquon heavy, and that's about it. You know, you don't really want to be starting yep. many uh, Giants receivers, especially now. You know, Sterling Shepard was the guy you know to start if you're gonna start anybody it was him he was a target share guy getting it but um he's down and out for the season so at this point you know i see david still sitting on a bunch of waiver wires thinking oh maybe i'll pick him up i was actually thinking about taking him this week because my bench has a couple openings and i just can't bring myself to do it they don't throw it enough and daniel jones i don't trust him as a passer to produce too many fancy relevant finishes um for pass catchers there i think you should do it I don't yeah. know, that's just my opinion. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um Michael Thomas <laughs> is not practicing yet. Uh Jarvis Landry is not practicing yet. Uh Chris Olave has a chance to play. You know, he's making good strides in the concussion protocol, so uh there's a is a chance that he, he he does play. We mentioned that he doesn't really have much of a concussion history, so it is possible. He did join a limited practice on Thursday and on Friday if he gets upgraded, you know, that'll be that'll be awesome and he will end up playing. Uh if he does play, he should be in your lineups. Um, it also looks like James Conner is going to miss this week. Dal Williams is already out. Eno Benjamin is going to be a great play. Um, yeah, and and that report of James Conner being out is from Aaron Wilson, NFL Insider, and so it looks like he is going to be out this week. Raheem Mostert, he said he's fine. Uh, he we mentioned yesterday in yesterday's podcast that he didn't practice on Wednesday. He's back at practice. Uh, he was back at practice yesterday on Thursday, so he should be good to go. So I would start him as a solid RB two. Two guys that are back in practice, Jonathan Taylor and Kyle Pitts. Um, they, should, they both should be good to go this week. Jonathan Taylor's in your lineup. Kyle Pitts is, it's up to you. It's up to you what you, what you want to do with Kyle Pitts. He could be in your lineup or not. Doesn't matter. Same points.